I'm Kate Daniels. On this Memorial Day weekend, as we take time to remember and acknowledge our military veterans, I'm honored to have John Knox join us in this role to pay tribute in a unique way to the veterans who've contributed so greatly to us and our country. John Knox works with a great local nonprofit, Growing Veterans. Who they are and what they're doing is important work, and I trust in this telling of the story, we are paying a tribute to our veterans, and we will feel compelled to support this work. John Knox, good morning. Thank you so, so greatly for being with us today. Yes, thank you, Kate. It's great to chat with you this morning. You have an amazing, important story to share with us, so I am grateful that you've taken the time to be here so that we can let all of our listeners know about this wonderful, wonderful opportunity that is going on in our community for veterans. And of course, this is a significant weekend, I feel, to be sharing this story, so many thanks for that, John. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, I work with a veteran-powered organization called Growing Veterans, and we use organic farming as a platform to transition veterans into the civilian world. And then also with the great call of it to ask veterans to give them the skills, equip them to become the next generation of farmers. And it's all started as, um, like I said, a transition tool for veterans. And it started with as a suicide prevention program, essentially. And where we use peer support, uh, we have a peer support training, and then working alongside shoulder-to-shoulder veteran-veteran peer support, where we aren't leaving anybody behind maintaining that ethic from the military. So as you say, John, with this having been started as a program to support veterans, and it makes so much sense to use that whole ethic of the military not leaving anyone behind— how did this actually begin? This actually began up in Bellingham. The founder, Chris Brown, had conversations with veterans while he was studying at Western Washington University. And the conversations coalesced into action where they were he was able to secure land um, outside of Linden, uh, which used to be a, Belling, uh, a food bank farm. So then they were able to get that, and then they started farming. He said, just called up his friends, and we got it. Let's start to farm. So that's how it started. It's since spread to three farms throughout western Washington. The Linden one is still in operation, then Mount Vernon. There's a 39-acre organic farm there. And then the newest farm in South King County, um, outside of Auburn, we have a small farm down there as well. So the concept of really reaching out to veterans in this way to use really like a therapy, but you don't, it's not considered therapy, but it has all the elements of that in a very practical way with organic farming. So it it is still quite new, isn't it? It is very new, yeah. And we started in 2012, and then in 2014, we received our 501c3 nonprofit status by the IRS. And then it is therapeutic. It's, uh, we talk about it, dirt therapy of getting, there's great 
organisms and bacteria within the soil that when you interact with it, that it releases these feel-good chemicals in the brain. So we're actually finding that 47% of the participants who come through the program and interact with growing veterans on the farm are using fewer medications than they had before. So that's a really exciting uh, finding that we've been able to find along the way. That, if, if it were nothing else, that seems so significant to be able to be more reliant on self, on each other, on the environment, rather than looking to prescriptions and medications because we know how that can potentially become quite a, a downward spiral itself. Yes, exactly. So here, using the farm and the actual, let's say, the the laborers, the the workers on the farm are the veterans themselves. Is that right? Yes. So on each uh, in each of these areas, uh, the three that exist right now, veterans uh, actually are in that area and are able to just uh, commute or they uh, live nearby and are able to work the fields. Yeah, that's right. Um, we we have depending on the season between seven and eleven staff members, all of them except for one are veterans and. We're all working the three farms. And then we work alongside with other veteran community groups in western Washington area, the Puget Sound region, uh, Team Rubicon, Team Red, White, and Blue, the mission continues, and the community members as well because we really rely on community members to be able to come and work alongside the veterans because it puts a face to what is sometimes a really faceless army Marine Corps or just a veteran and it's we're really out there trying to grow some amazing vegetables and smash some stereotypes and demonstrate that veterans are community ad or community assets and share those stories that actually is a very meaningful way of welcoming people home. So we in the community who are non-military, can we just arrive at one of the farming areas and actually be doing some kind of work? What would that be, John? Um, yeah, it's probably not best just to arrive, but we on Tuesdays, the farm in Oak, the farm in Auburn and Linden are open. And then on Wednesdays, the Mount Vernon farm is open. And some of the types of work is that could be expected to do is, depending on the season, like right now it would be harvesting or transplanting and seeding crops and maintaining the crops and, and just a general being out in the good outdoors and helping getting our products ready for the market, which can be found at the, on Thursdays at the VA market. Up on Beacon Hill. Yes. Right. So uh, just basic, very central and uh, essentially downtown Seattle, uh, very accessible to be able to actually purchase all that fresh organic produce for our own homes. Yes, that's, that's right. What a what a perfect, you know, full cycle of being that is so incredible, so helpful to so many 
this is really an incredible model. And yet, as you said, it really just got started in 2012 in this area. But isn't there growth happening in terms of it spreading to other parts of the country? There are other organizations doing very similar work with veterans and farming throughout the country, yes. I know they're in Wisconsin, Kentucky, and North Carolina. And then this is one of our big pushes. We, we, we're looking to go across the country with this. Um, we've seen, we've received requests from over 70 entities in, in 30 different states to be who wish to have growing veterans in their communities. And that's one of the big stages of expansion that we're trying to get to. So terrific. Let's take a moment and mention the website where there is just so much great information, so many more details than we'll be able to cover this morning. So let's mention that right now, John. Yeah, the Growing Veterans website is at www.growingveterans.org. And on the website, you can find a bit about the history of the organization, the calendar events on how to get involved. You can hear about our really excellent peer support training that we were able to start this year and the farm-to-market approach and the outpost training module that we're talking about trying to expand growing or bring veterans to communities across the country. So at this website, as you mentioned, it's best not to just appear at one of the farming sites. Are we able to find out about what's going on and essentially register or make a call to uh, find out when and what is needed? Um, yes. There is, there is the contact link where you can find contact information for the staff for all three farms, Linden, Mount Vernon, and Seattle. You can find the calendar of events when we have our scheduled events of different fundraising events or different community events we have out throughout the, throughout the area. And just the open hours for when we welcome in volunteers and community members and veterans to come outside and see what it's all about. And generally when people come out, there's generally a little gift that goes along with it. Some when in season get to take home some vegetables or right now some plant stars to be able to install them in your own garden. (laughs) Isn't that incredible? That's kind of the whole philosophy about what goes around comes around. So you want to get out there and and help, but in helping, you you leave with just so much more, of course, besides the the great feeling of helping out, but to leave with any vegetables or, or new starts for our own gardens, I mean, isn't that just fabulous? That is fabulous. And then also, I always leave, and then a lot of other people leave with something bigger than that, uh, feeling a sense of purpose and a sense of belonging, of working in these life-affirming ways um, to be able to provide great nourishing food for communities. So that's that's my favorite part about it. And that is really such an important and incredible part of this, the that sense of purpose, because I, I can't even fathom, and, and I don't know that I would want to have to go through the kinds of experiences that our military, like yourself, have gone through. 
because there is just so much challenge. But to come home and be able to find the support to work through issues, never having it totally go away, but to get healthier, what a important and incredible model this is where we're not just military, there's the peer-to-peer that's important, but community, that's an essential part of it to embrace and, and work together, isn't it? Yeah, it certainly is an essential part of it. And I would say that we're all somewhat dependent on each other just in all sorts of different ways. And just the outdoors and interactions with the environment is in all these parts, the community, the environment, the peer-to-peer support, it's all its all intentional to reduce the amount of isolation, veteran isolation, where veterans can sometimes go into this negative feedback loop and we believe that isolation is one of the root causes of suicide and having a safe, uh, non-stigmatized place where uh, people can go and do some great work constructive work is really the magic that all binds it together. Absolutely. We know, we've certainly heard over the years the the terrible, the tragic story of suicides. I mean, the numbers are so, I would say, astronomical in terms of what has gone on. And to find that there is a way to really constructively, that is a key word, constructively make this a better situation, help to prevent that and prevent a healthy environment, both in terms of mental health, but also the physical health, uh, being active, but the good food that we're getting as a result of it is so key. Yeah, it's a really tidy thing uh, filled with a lot of grit and effort and I think it's something that veterans are very used to and they're very look forward to it. And the beauty of it, too, is you can see physical results over the course of weeks of of watching this plant go from seed to table. And then, the yeah, it's it's really it's great. I as you say that, I can kind of envision watching that happen, seeing the growth occur and and really happen relatively quickly, although that quickness isn't, I don't think, so key. But for a person who's struggling emotionally and psychologically, to see that happen, I bet there is that transference of feeling hope and being able to uh, get that sense of purpose and feeling they can heal and, and move forward. Oh, yeah. Um, and I definitely agree with that and I think that hope is definitely a very uh, central part of this as well meaning that there's some positive thing happening in the future and tending to the plants um, inspires hope and it inspires responsibility to keep the plant alive so just basic watering needs fertilization needs weeding needs all these things that a person can do is a really simple and effective way to be able to maintain that hope. And using the whole concept of good, nutritious, healthy, organic 
food, which we are in such need of on our planet to have natural nutritious food as opposed to boxed up stuff. This also is such a a key need in our world that here again, I see that great sense of purpose of providing something that is so needed. Oh, yes, very much so. And then part of it, too, what Growing Veterans is about is transitioning veterans into agricultural and farming careers. And with that comes with the protection of farmland to be able to continue to grow these really great pesticide-free organic produce for to be able to help with healthy diets for people's entire lifespans. Exactly. So that's where, again, there's just that key ingredient of fulfilling such an important situation in our country, where food, of course, we know we need food, and to provide it, that connection of really fulfilling that kind of purpose really has to be able to build within someone who's struggling that feeling of, wow, I really matter. I really am making a difference for other people. Yeah, that conviction, I think that conviction is within all veterans that they matter and that they do make a difference. And I think that a lot of veterans crave that. So let's mention the website again so that those of us who are already keyed into this, feeling inspired and wanting to help, how do we do that? Give us the website again, if you would, John. Yeah, the website is www.growingveterans.org. You can find us on Facebook, like the Facebook page at Growing Veterans, and we regularly post photos of the progress that's going throughout the season. And on the website, you can find the hours for the VA market um, at Beacon Hill, which is on Thursdays from about 9 to 3, and you'll be able to find all sorts of ways to get involved and make pledges to invest in growing veterans. So that market at Beacon Hill at the Veteran Center is seasonal, of course. It's just opened, and uh, I'm sure it's already been a great success. It has been a great success. The first day we were out there a couple Thursdays ago, uh, staff members and veterans, people who make their appointments just on Thursdays so they can come visit with us. Because I guess I think that history books wish they could have some of the stories that get told around there from World War II veterans talking about fighting in Europe or in the Pacific Islands to Vietnam veterans uh, being on their deployments and then also hearing that veterans saying that they wish they had growing veterans when they were getting out of the service and that they really could have used it. And there's just this really jubilant and somber atmosphere about it at the same time. It's a really interesting feeling that happens out there. And overall, people are so excited to have us back and they're just looking forward to the spinach and the lettuce and the kales that we'll have at the market over the next couple of weeks. And isn't that just so wonderful? Something so simple yet so key, important in our lives, the food, bringing together those people who have had these really harsh 
experiences in their life. That's where the, when you say they share the stories, it's peer to peer. And that's where uh, they wouldn't necessarily want to share the stories with others who may not be capable of hearing. That's where that healing takes place, isn't it? It is. There's the familiarity of, of the comrades of military service. So there's automatically that that respect and that familiarity between that. So because it's a lot to articulate the experiences of transition of military time to, and sometimes I might not even know how to say it all the time, but I just know that another veteran knows what it's all about. And so it's easier to confide in and just talk about different different things with other veterans. So that's such a very, very important part of growing veterans is this healing piece. Uh, the byproduct is something that the rest of us enjoy in having the good, nutritious food. Yeah. But to have that peer-to-peer support, that's what's so key. And there's another part of the program that is really training others to uh, be mentors. Isn't that so? Yes, there is. We have part of the peer support training that we've been putting on. Um, The last installment that we put on was with members from like-minded veterans organization, The Mission Continues. And they came out, and they received the training, and it's over the course of two days, two and a half days, and they just said it was legit. It just blew their minds, and people are using it all the time in official capacities and just friendly capacities, and it's just a way to be able to find indicators on how to listen, on how to ask questions, and just to really develop this enduring culture of peer support that's based in dignity and compassion. And when this peer to, peer-to-peer support happens, of course, there was kind of that natural situation where they are at the market and they'll share stories. There's a piece that happens, but is there a more formal uh, either one-on-one mm-hmm. occurrence or a, a group meeting that goes on? for the opportunity to, to go through the process to heal? Um, there is. We usually have them every three or four months or so um, where we invite people or people call us and they'll request that they want to go through the peer support training. And we're finding that veterans are really enjoying it. Um, they're benefiting from it, care providers, family members, um are really benefiting from the program and it's and we make those announcements on the website at www.growingveterans.org when the upcoming peer support trainings are happening so what about the peer support itself not the training piece of it does that occur on some kind of a regular basis and is that one-on-one or is it a group situation it can be either or oh um, there's lots of spaces, farms are big places where people can go for a walk and do a one-on-one or a lot of it happens within a group because there's just such similarities just 
being veteran status, of going through navigating the Veterans Affairs system, of how to get to your GI bills, of how to go through your VA home ownership loans, of all these different programs that no matter which branch of service uh, you come from, that you still have many of the same benefits available. So a lot of it is navigating through that bureaucracy and just other talking about life. So I see that the other beauty, the value here, is having that situation of being on the farm. You're doing this work conversations evolve. So it's not setting up like, oh, I can't have an appointment with a therapist, you know, from 1 to 2 p.m., mm-hmm. where it's it's just feels artificial in a way. Here, it's just very organic, as you have yeah, stated, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is organic. Yeah. And, and it can happen, and it really is probably more deeply uh, meaningful and the results happen naturally as opposed to you can never force them, They, but it will evolve in this way. Isn't that phenomenal? That is phenomenal. And I think it's able to happen that way because I think that there is a lot of negative stigma attached with having to go to your one to two o'clock appointment behind doors and the secrecy of it, it's like kind of admitting something's wrong, and which is sometimes a very, it's, it's admission of a weakness. And I think that's a very tough thing for veterans to admit. Whereas on the farm, it's, there's no stigma attached to it. And it's, you kind of get caught off guard by the healing that happens without, not in a like office medical setting. And so in this way, again, it just feels like it is seeded. <laughs> it's so difficult yeah. not to use the analogy, but it's seeded more deeply and it will be growing and, and longer lasting than um, so many appointments, which have all that artificiality around them. Yeah, it is longer lasting because it tends to be in, an enjoyable time, something to look forward to like a positive part of your day. I think that makes it more meaningful and more long-lasting rather than being a chore to go and do. And again, we just benefit. It just is such an incredible model that we are so fortunate that the founder had this inspiration to to really seek out uh, farming land and that the land in Linden was available and more developing. And it seems that in such a short period to now have three farms, that the future does look very positive, that this is just going to continue to evolve and grow. Yeah, uh, I think you're right. I'm very grateful that Chris had the that he dared to give it a shot, that he dared to risk something that was so uncertain and so new. And to see it work out is really an inspirational and uh, emotional thing to think about. Just because we hear about it all the time. It's like, do the things you love, like be yes. dareful out there, of all the, be bold and do all this. And it, it worked out. It's working and it will. So that's, that's a really cool thing. Absolutely. 
the whole concept is just so incredible. And we can participate uh, as we look at this Memorial Day weekend and think about doing something constructive. Maybe the step is to go to the website and find out where and when we can get involved. And it may be a one-time thing, or we might find that it's something that we want to do on a fairly regular basis. Yes, it very could be for both. And we'd love to have you out. If you're in Bellingham, if you're in Mount Vernon area, Skagit County, even in King County, uh, we have farms all throughout the Puget Sound area. And then at www.growingveterans.org, slash calendar, you will be able to find the days when we're open, and we'd love to have you come out. That's an important invitation. Thank you for offering that, John. And all too soon, our time is done. But before I have to say goodbye, I want to say thank you. Thank you to all the other veterans for all your service to our country. Thank you, Kate. It was a pleasure chatting with you this morning. Likewise.